0: Hey guys, and welcome back to Karate Over Coffee. I'm Shane McMahon. Unfortunately, Reese has had to pull out of the podcast uh, due to too many commitments, uh, running the dojo, um, kickstarting his own marketing business, uh, as well as you know trying to keep a, some sort of social life as well. So, but the good news is we're still good mates. I saw him on the weekend and uh, the podcast will still, will still go ahead. Plus, we'll still focus on things like dojo management uh, with topics like creating how to create a solid syllabus, uh, like what to keep and what to throw out of the syllabus as well, class structure and, and the format, as well as keeping instructors motivated. Um, not to mention we'll be also discussing things everything karate related, things uh, like techniques, drills, uh, principles, kobudo, history of karate, as well as a few funny stories in between. So I'm also going to be interviewing Australian karateka as well as overseas karateka instructors uh, with with a lot of experience, those who've been running their own dojo uh, for a long time, Um, also talking to some athletes as well, um, and everyone in in between. So um, anyway, let's get back to the podcast today. I'm talking about why I deleted the Pinan Kata from my syllabus. why i took out the pinan kata well i've many people have asked me this um a few years ago i put a post on a on a group on a karate group or a facebook karate group it was very famous probably still is as saying that i was thinking about doing this i was wanting to take out the pinan cutter of my syllabus and you should have seen the replies mainly negative there was something around the 800 or a thousand replies i mean i was also replying to trying to get my point across but people weren't obviously reading my full my my full uh reasoning of why i was taking it out of my adult syllabus not that i've completely deleted it because i still have the pin uncutter in my kid syllabus and when you think about it i actually i have more kids that train here than adults so there's probably more people doing Pinang cutter than there are not doing the Pinang cutter. But essentially, the reason I took the Pinang cutter out of my adult syllabus is when it was first created by Itosu, possibly Chomo Hanashiro as well for number five, but uh, that's a totally different podcast. One of the main reasons is once you start to research into why or how the Pinang Kato were created and who they were created for, they can sort of see see how they came about, but if you haven't read Joe Swift's book on Itosu Angkor, Saviour of a Cultural Heritage, make sure you do check it out, uh, there's a new book out as well by Thomas Feldman, um, I've ordered it waiting, waiting for it to arrive, but basically uh, I, I believe the Pinan kaido were created for kids for the sole purpose of them getting stronger, fitter, and, and following directions to join the, the Japanese army to, to slowly take over the world. Uh, obviously, we, we know what sort of happened there. But um, So when they were created, I highly doubt that the intention of the movements were from a self-defense perspective. I, I believe that they were... Parts of other kata were taken out. Out of pastai, knife naihanchi—not just you know, a couple of kata—and uh, then put into a into a symmetrical pattern. So we're practicing left and right side, um, and still practicing the kata kihon. Whereas uh, obviously the kata kihon has changed from fingers to the eyes to punches to the body, and all the nasty stuff was was taken out. So all the the throws, joint manipulations. Strangles, chokes—all of the cool stuff that you can't teach to kids were taken out of the cutter and created purely for for kids. Uh, and I, I don't think when when we were teaching karate when karate first came to the mainland, and then from the mainland out to to the rest of the world, probably didn't really understand what the cutter were were originally intended for. Uh, so I mean, they were created for kids, whereas we're trying to adapt the karate for kids too to a a violent um, violent world where the person's trying to punch you in the face, headbutt you, grab you, twist you, whereas the original intention was was not for that. It was more about building stronger bodies. And kids following directions, etc. etc. Uh, now, I'm no expert in that, so make sure you do check out those books, in there, and there's hundreds of articles about it. Um, however, for me in my dojo, I would rather teach my adults uh, Knife Hunchy Shodan, which is a first cutter that we teach, and then Rohai and, and the torsi Pasai, rather than the Pinang cutter that has cutter key on specifically designed for kids so they don't hurt them. hurt themselves and hurt each other during the training Um, so that's that's a really big part of the reason why what i did as well take the pinan cutter out Uh, it's not like i've totally deleted it though because i've replaced it with my fanchi which has you know the parts of the pinan cutter straight from the nai fanchi cutter as well so we are still practicing the the pinan and especially the the kumite movements moving forward from Pinan, nidan, the three punches, bang, bang, bang. We still practice that all the time in our Kion, but not not in the not in the uh, traditional karate sense, I suppose, where you punch and stop, punch and stop, punch and stop. Our our pinan nidan three-step punching is is a flow, bang, 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 no no stopping. It is bang, 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 forward like a like a little gun, bang, bang, bang. So we apply the the same principles from that. Pinanidan into our Kumite as well, so bang 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 forward. Uh, But getting back to the (laughs) deleting the pinan cutter out of my syllabus. um, So also the I wanted my adults to focus more on the self defence or the fighting aspect, the body conditioning, hitting the bags, um, joint locks, takedowns, throws, those sorts of things that um, that are part of big part of our syllabus. Whereas if you've got the Pinang cutter, the five Pinan Cutter, it takes up a lot of your a lot of your time of your class running through the cutter key on and then the performance of the cutter as well. Um, we don't do competition cutter for adults, we do for kids. But we don't generally teach competition cutter to adults unless they have been a kid and doing competition, and then we then we adapt our cutter to suit the competition needs, you know. High jumps, slapping the gi, big kiai, those sorts of things, or a kiai. We do some cutter without a kiai as well, but generally we we adapt the competition cutter. Um, so we we definitely still teach the pinan cutter, and I do talk about the pinan cutter when I'm explaining the applications for for kushokum, pasai, knife Whereas you can take that part out and apply it to the pinan cutter as well. Uh, we focus more on the applications or principles or kumigata for our pasai and our Kushokan and our knife rather than having separate uh, uh, applica- applications of bunkai or oil, whatever you want to call it for yondan. whereas you know the same, the same techniques are found in Kushokan. Pionyonndan is, you know can be a, a mini Kushokan dye, if, if you want to look at it that way, but anyway, that's that's a big reason why I took out the the pinan kata uh, of my adult syllabus why I took it straight out and, and no longer teach it to my adults it's been almost 3 years now uh, of of no pinang kata and the class the class structure is so much better I don't have to spend you know I don't just split the class up and you know these these you know white belts and yellow belts are doing nidan and these guys are doing pinan shodan pinan we all start my shodan and then we split the, the class up for for a couple of cutters. so instead of having eight cutter, tw- ten cutter for black belt, we only have three. We have three cutter for black belt. The rest is based on strong punches, strong kicks, takedowns, joint locks, throws, uh, Corbidor as well. We incorporate corridor into our into our black belt syllabus as well up to black belt. So we've got you know more and more of the actual st- training of the kion uh so that's a you know another big reason i took out the, the the pinan but i know it's controversial and and maybe annoying a lot of people but um it's it's at the moment it suits me better suits my dojo better and, and the way that we run the class so i would love to hear your feedback if you like it didn't like it thoughts on it um, if you want, if you want to discuss it more, I'm always happy to talk about karate. Shoot, shoot me an email, karateovercoffee at gmail.com. dot uh, Jump onto our YouTube channel as well. It's Karate Over Coffee, uh, and our iTunes as well. So make sure you give us a, a nice review or a just a review on on iTunes. If you don't agree with taking out the pinan kata totally understand and i uh, get you where you're coming from Uh, but for me it's just it it suits suits me and suits my dojo a little bit better it's it's more in line with how we teach how we teach the principles of of traditional karate uh, if there ever is such a thing but uh anyway i'll i'll see you in the next episode see ya